Hello and welcome back to the second session of Weeknight Hero. As always, I'm your GM, Evan. I'm Christopher. I am Caesar. And I'm Katie. Alright, so we're going to continue with where we left off. As you recall, the cleaning robots in the city got taken over. The uh, Roombas in the city uh, got hacked and they turned feral and like rabid on the citizens of the city. So we are looking to, to solve that problem. So... Uh, where we left off last is we were really close to figuring out how to get the problem solved, but the villain that is leading this attack, this terrorist attack, had set a hidden programming within the cleaning robots, which caused it to overheat and explode. Last time I left you guys, you were in the middle of an explosion. So, Caesar, your character, now who's your character? Palumbo Hogarden. Pia. Yes, has super senses and slightly enhanced super strength. So the person who's going to notice it first is going to be you because of your supervision. Kind of like Spider-Sense? Yes. Combines. Yes. But, but yours is a little more like obvious because your infrared vision lets you see that the inside of the robot is warming up. In truth, you have the ability to notice something's wrong before anybody else does. That gives you a full round to prepare for the explosion before it goes off. So what do you guys want to do? Uh, I'm gonna just start yelling at everybody, you know, Miss Pele. But of I can course. put up shields. Yeah, I, I don't. Shields. How do I know that? So I just be like, get out of here! It's gonna explode. Yeah. What's what? gonna explode? The Roomba. Well, I can do something about that. I can use my psychic shield. I didn't know that. Please do that. Okay. <laughs> well, well. So the reason why you have this like extra turn to act is because normally. You wouldn't have enough time to react to the psychic shield. You just get it attacked. But with uh, Caesar's ability to see this coming, you now have the ability. To why don't get Why don't I? Okay, so I can I can hear you because we're close by, and I guess you're under duress, right? So for whatever reason, you're emitting an extra like high psychic signal. So I can hear you and feel you that you know something's happening, and so I instantaneously put up my psychic shields. Yeah. Well, you have enough time to talk. Sure. What so, do you think about that? Yeah, I'm fine with that. I just, you know, you have, in my mind, you have to draw all the... Uh, depression? Maria, well, the impression of Maria Zava, as well, <laughs> we talked about before. Yes. It's the best it's a decision, right? Yeah. Like, well, I mean, I guess we could talk, or I could be like, oh... Well, my instinct would just be to, to yell at you, and I guess by the time I got the sentence out, the shield's already up. Right. So I think that it's better if I, if I feel something is going on with you because your your super senses are acting up and so i read your mind and then i'm like oh shit you can definitely do that your force field gives you like enhanced protection but it doesn't typically affect other people so that requires the use of a hero point you had technically well you spent your last hero point oh yes in the last session a a giant ball okay to knock down the human barricade but christopher Mm -hmm. has the ability to give his hero points to other people. I don't even remember how many hero points I have. So currently you have one that you've earned, and then you start with three, so you have four. Okay, perfect. Christopher, do you want to uh, Wait, I I used all three of mine already? No, you only have one. Christopher is the only person who starts with three. Yeah, because 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 of my weird probability stuff. Yeah. Yeah, so if I have enough, then that makes sense that I would use one up also, or at least donate one. Yeah. Because that's where all of his um, best powers come from, using those. Yeah, so he has to use them. Uh, so you can confer your benefit to Madame Pele, and Madame Pele puts up her walls. So psychic energy envelops you, the rest of you. 
with your shields of mental force up, right, you are able to um, cover each person. Yep. And so when these robots explode, you guys are safe. So when they explode, though, do they leave behind anything? Is yeah, there so anything we can trace? Like, a, like something... In the, in the chaos of the explosion, it destroyed a lot of the depot. Okay. So when the smoke clears... All three of you were fine. I mean, what's the what what was the equivalent of like this explosion? Like a, a small bomb. How many sticks like of dynamite? A... I mean, it messed up that that room. Is it like dynamite? Good. Yeah, I, yeah. It's um, I'd say it gets about as hot as a stick of dynamite. What are what are the other? Are those just like inactive? From here, you continue about the rest of the scene. So the reason why you came, trying to fix the robots, that failed. But along with that, you noticed that somebody had to physically come here mm -hmm. and alter the programming at each maintenance depot in the city in order to do this. So naturally, they had to have left some kind of evidence of that happening. I wonder who could be a good uh, person to investigate this. I wonder. Do we have hmm. anybody who's good at investigating? No. Hmm. Could it be some sort of PI? You don't. I don't know. Give you guys a good rate. <laughs> Do we have to pay for this? Yes. So Katie, <laughs> so but Katie has good tech skills. Yeah. So would it be better if they work together in order to yeah, investigate? Yeah, you, you can help each other out. Okay, so what am I looking at? Yeah. So you are. Um, you can pick up mental impressions. Oh. In the like astral. like a dog like yeah like how like they can smell dog. something that was there, was there yesterday. <laughs> Like elephants having flashbacks of where their family members passed away. Yeah. That's... Wow. Well, what do you mean, Evan? Uh, well, uh, like, there's still bits of physical evidence here. With psychics, typically, any amount of time spent somewhere, any, like, high-intensity oh, emotions are able to be picked up in, like, the background of yeah. the astral plane. So if I sit down and, like, meditate for a minute... Mm-hmm. Okay. I could pick up some some impression of what impression happened. Of what happened? Okay. You can do that. Well, and I'm then... gonna do that. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you guys. All right. Uh, I'm pretty sure you're probably they're gonna be surprised that I had psychic shields. Mm -hmm. So your reactions? I'm not gonna be that surprised because again, I have like weird magic sh shit that I can do. So I'm just gonna be like, okay, at least like someone else has the ability to do some of this weird shit that I've been able to like do or figure out so what about you palumbo well i'd like to believe that i knew something was up with you like i used my skills to look at you but she's too calm in the situation but i have been something's been bugging me the question of what were you two doing there in the first place like i was there on a job mm -hmm. so what you were you guys doing there huh didn't you bring like a gun to the I beach i didn't bring a gun to the beach i went yeah. to my car and uh, got it out of the truck okay, well no. i was relaxing that was really the whole reason why i was there and I picked up on weird signals. I was just like, this is something weird was going on. I see. And so after we get a psychic uh, sweeping of the area with Katie, I'm going to ask, I don't even know your name, sir. I technically don't really even have like a real name either. We're going to call you John you're, Doe. You're Amnesia. Yeah. yeah so you, so, you can so call, we'll call me call Red. You, no, we'll call you Red? He's that, the Red Sorcerer. Yeah, so you can just call me Red, like that asshole from that 70s show. Red? Got yeah. It. The dad? Then I would ask Dumbass. you... Dumbass. I'd ask you to walk around with your dowsing rods in order to figure out what's going on. <laughs> well, not only that, but you can figure out, like, physical yeah. evidence if there's I'm, any, like, okay, actual Okay, so evidence. I'm going to tell you guys... Mental I'm going to be over here in this corner. Okay. And I'm going to open up my psychic abilities to okay. try and see if there's any sort of, oh, like, resonance or any sort of thing that I could pick up. And what are you going to do? 
Uh, well, after I prompt um, uh, me, <laughs> was it the magic well over here? The magic well. Uh, to look around and try to get something, I'm going to look around as well. So as a PI, I'm going to try to figure out if there was a security system, in which case, is there a, a computer that backs up everybody that, let's say, uses a key yeah, card. Like so, a terminal or something? Yeah, exactly. So how did somebody get into the room or the building? Is it key carded? Are there cameras? I can just tell you that I'm not picking up anything magical. <laughs> There's nothing magical here. This doesn't seem to be supernatural, if that makes any sense. Okay. All right, so All right. we can roll for that. So, Caesar, now do recall that it's added difficulty because you are trying to uncover evidence in a uh, in an exploded crime scene. <laughs> so you mean it's harder? Difficult. Okay. All right, so you had rolled an eight, Caesar. Don't believe that's enough. So with your investigation skill of nine, it takes you to 17 and gets you incredibly close, but this might be a failure. Okay, so... Why? I, well, because it's not high enough you to roll. 20. You have to hit 20, so... I, I do, actually, I had a quick question. I have two theories as to how to figure out. Uh-huh. So both of them, let's say, require me to access the computer or whatever computer logs all the security surveillance and stuff like that. So my first one was if we could see a history of the key card or whoever used to get in, let's say, electronic access. So can I just say that the first role was for that, and the second was to see if we could gain access if there were video cameras at all. Like the, the, the thing might have blown up all the video cameras. Well, I know I come from different narrative systems where passing and failing on dice rolls okay. isn't the end-all be-all. So what I would say is um, we're going to do like a failed but kind of a thing. Okay. So it's not that you failed to notice that there is no physical, like you, that somebody broke in. Okay. There wasn't any evidence towards the to oh, hacking of the security cameras. Yes. It's that th- there was not any physical evidence on it at all, which is weird because fingerprints, yeah. no fingerprints, well, didn't I, leave okay. hair, what didn't I, leave anything. So there was nothing there for him to even What find. I was going to say, yeah. That was, because it was removed already. Right. That, oh. That's my point is that it doesn't feel like there was forced access. So, you know, I would lean heavily toward it being an inside job because it's easier. Okay. Oh. And so somebody already knew to remove everything. Exactly. Okay. Okay, so I'm sitting here being yeah. psychic. Yeah. AF. Psychic mm-hmm. AF. And then um, I'm not sure. What are, what are my parameters for what I can see? All right. How far so back? Yeah, how sense. many days? So, let's, so we'll get it mechanically. Um, now I can introduce a complication uh, that goes along with this. And because you used a hero point in order to build up this wall, when you use hero points to gain new powers like that, you you uh, exhaust yourself. Yeah. So in order to prevent you from just burning the wall consistently, so you're exhausted until you can recover again. But I'm gonna say you push past that. In this situation, the tendency for psychics is that strong impressions of things hurt you. We're going to have you suffer psychic backlash, and through that you get a hero point. Okay. And through that you can gain a really thorough reading of what happened. So then I'm like trying to read this and I'm getting static or like ah like in my brain kind of thing. Yeah and you and uh, it might even be something like a traumatic kind of a thing here. So you pick up on like all this built up Oh so there was there was upset a lot of pain and, and rage and that are left anger there. And so as it kinda like ruminates up like okay, so uh, like smoke. I'm visualizing this as like like how in the movies how you see just like flashes and they're all emotions mm. of like pain and 
That happens in X-Men a lot anyway, with like Professor X and Jean Grey, where they're just like getting exhausted by using their sight. So, you know, you get like a nosebleed, it kind of hurts you. Oh, like 11. And you're just like, I, yeah, I need to sit down for a little bit. Like Jean Grey? Yeah. Oh, like so he's fainting. Yeah, oh. true actually. Well, I guess that makes sense now that she's always using her psychic abilities. <laughs> but really, it was just she's burning fifty thousand calories every time she uses yeah, her psychic so, abilities. So, so that's the thing I noticed when I was rereading uh, Chris Claremont's X Men is that it happens constantly all the time. Mm-hmm. Is where people suffer psychic backlash for things, and it's just to make it interesting. But I think it's kind of cool that you're exerting like a mental inertia. On the things around you and so at the very least it presents it in a manageable form so that people can understand it but it also just introduces like combat and violence into a thing so. it's it's like the idea of like um kirk was it a kurt wagner the nightcrawler where he like by teleporting, he actually burns calories. Like he gets thinner and thinner. No, what it is is that when it, he grabs people and does multiple um, teleportations with them, and that actually just exhausts them because they're not used to it. I picture like what is it like the psychic stuff as being like an isometric exercise. Oh, I see. where you're just like holding it. Yes. And you're like this really burns. How long? Oh, can you doing that squat the other How day. long yeah. can you? Yeah, exactly. How long can you hold it for? Yeah. Before you like break. A, that's a great way to explain. And it makes me think you've never seen the magicians, guys, but it always makes me think of Penny. <laughs> So, like, you know who I'm talking about, yeah, the Traveler. Yeah. All right, so you, um, with the psychic impressions, it kind of backfires and reverberates on you. So you're like, all right, I need to lay down for a little bit. So you go to, to the car or something to recover. But you say um, to Caesar or Palumba, you're like, over there by the console, there's a locker. Go to the locker. Like, that's, that's okay. what you, the next thing you need to do. So Caesar goes over to the locker. Really quick, um... Before we go over there, A, I want to check for traps. There are no traps. Okay, so good. You'll be fine. Uh, I probably, and then um, B, guys, we're standing in the middle of a factory that's exploded. Yeah. So in the middle of a major city. We need to, like, wrap this up quick because they don't like me and they don't know Well, you. what are the police going to do? It's, there's a city-wide that's, catastrophe. That's true. true. That's true. Well, All right, no. I guess they have their hands full. But this is America. We're gonna get like the National Guard and shit. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, I don't want to concern citizens. The, this is Arizona. Is They're the, gonna come out. This is an open carry state. What is it? What is it? The, the um, <laughs> Friends of Humanity. Right? Oh yeah. The Friends of Humanity. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Say, so I don't want somebody coming out with a rifle and deciding to do the right thing. I'm good. Stand your ground. All right, Caesar. So you go over to the locker, and while it is immaculately cleaned as well. Underneath the lock, the locker, you find physical evidence. So you find hairs and like fingerprints, stuff like that. Okay. So I would like to say that I can see the fingerprints, obviously, with my enhanced vision. So okay, great. Uh, I kind of know what to look for now. I guess scent would be the next thing. You know, I see what those hairs smell like. Would we'll see if I can figure out. That's really funny. We said weed, but Gross. also cocaine that stays in your system for a long time. Like this person is obviously a drug addict. <laughs> Well, that's not something that you'd be able to analyze here. I could smell it. Well, but what can you compare it to? I, well, I would say I know what weed smells like. You taste it. Yeah, taste I was the like, hair. That's true, actually. But you forget that you have an office. Okay, that's fair. That oh. you can do this from. You're right. I, I and you were the one that just said five feel. seconds ago we have to get out of here. Well, I was con- I was convinced to stay, but that's fine. I'll be like, hey, um, 
My Little Pony. We down to go? <laughs> My Little Pony. Because is friendship. By the way, where uh, where is his office? Is it nearby? You have a car. I know that. Palumbo yeah, has a car. I think it's still at the beach, though. Okay. Or did it's we drive here? I think we drove here? I thought we walked. It wasn't too far. Oh, shit, okay. Yeah, it's, well, it's not too far. But we have we have Palumbo's car. Yeah, you guys well, How far do you, away do you feel like your office is at? From the beach? All right, give me the next, the next closest was... metropolitan area or, like, suburb. Your choice. So currently we're in... I would say you, you have it by the university, which is maybe just, like, a mile away. Okay. Because you want to you want to have it because it's a big uh, makes sense metropolitan city. There's a lot of resources like for for analysis and stuff at the at the university. And you oh, know, that's a good point. Maybe someone in your family like works there, so you can ask mm-hmm. them for that. Cool. Okay. Actually, that's a great idea. All right. So as we transition into the next scene, we head over to Caesar's office. So Caesar, tell us a little about your office, um, the kind of, and the kind of stuff that's in there. Um, I still have some shag carpeting in there, popcorn ceilings. Um, it's also mixed use, so I have a Murphy bed in there, which means I can sleep. I have a toilet and a shower. Uh, I also have a separated area, I believe, for I guess interviews or possibly just watching television. Hmm. And um, the outside of the actual, so this is nice because my office actually contrasts with the building which is super duper uh, new agey so it's a throwback within a high-tech building also note the plant that you have in the corner i do that you have uh, ah. been feeding uh every single day so you want to tell the class about your uh, tell the class tell the class about your unique plant it's yes. show and tell there you go so you know it does sound very cliche but there was an instance in which a meteorite landed out in the desert i was out there getting high on peyote and I thought it was an illusion. I picked it up. Lord and behold, a little plant pops out. And it starts looking at me and it blinks. And I'm, I, again, I keep thinking it's the drug. So I go along with this whole thing because I'm not worried about it because I'm just so high. It doesn't really speak our language, but it can kind of communicate. It you know, points at its stomach when it's hungry, points at me when it wants something. Um, but again, I figured this out hours later when I realized. Funny story is that it looks like a plant. Um, I've just come to calling it Astrida, uh, <laughs> just for no other reason than it looks like an Astrida. Um, one time when we were talking, I was yelling at it because it knocked over my uh, my bomb, and it uh, sneezed in my mouth when I was yelling. <laughs> Ew. Um, as a result of that sneeze, it's actually amped up all of my senses, and it gave me a little bit, uh, maybe a little bit stronger than so most folks. This like alien plant. Yes. Gave you powers. I don't think it meant to give me powers. It just was. I, I don't even know if it sneezed on purpose. Did it like alter your DNA? It might have. I mean, I haven't been to a doctor or peed in a cup in a while. Yeah, that'd be something fun to figure out. Yeah. Cool. Your computer here is logged to a criminal database. Yeah, I would like to believe that I have a, a bit of a back. Uh, what was it? A, um, I can access it through a back channel, but a uh, little quick backstory for me is. Um, I was trying to clean up my police department and I got kicked off. So this is how I, uh, this is how I started being a PI. My story is basically that of Serpico, if you've seen that movie, with Al Pacino. Um, and I kept all my passwords because they didn't bother changing them. So that's why I have So access. basically you tried, you were a cop or you yes. tried to be a cop? Oh no, I was a cop. You were a cop, was, they got kicked you off the force. Because I wasn't corrupt. Mm-hmm. Got still it. Got connections. Yep. Like said. And Some so people they, still respect me for doing So they haven't deleted any of your passwords? Nope. and. Because the guy who was the one that was did all that didn't really... He liked you? 
I mean, he could also just been lazy and he want to do his job. There's various reasons why I can still have <laughs> access to the system. All That's right. a thing, though. If you've gotten a new job anywhere, they always forget to, like, if yeah. you're old, old, leave your... At my old job, I still had access to everything when I left. And they didn't even take away my key. Yeah. Mine no. either. Yeah. At my most current job, the first day that I worked there, they they gave me the uh, the wrong password. And so I put it in and it let me log in and they're a completely different guy. <laughs> so I had to clock out and then clock back in later on. It was like John Gonzalez or something like that. I was going to say, Jimmy got three hours that day? Yeah. <laughs> like, hey, that guy got there. fired a long time ago. Yeah. <laughs> uh, while we're here analyzing, let's say I can use my ability contacts um, and call up some of my drug dealer friends to see... If they hear anything, like did anybody make any brags or ask for any kind of weird why technology? Do you, why do you think everyone's connected to the drug trade? Because. Because kind of. Because he's, uh, what's it called? He's smoking like, well, alien not, in the they're desert. They're not connected to the drug trade. Because the drug dealers hear a lot of things because people don't notice them. That's why they're successful drug dealers. They do. I could call just up my prostitute friends too to make you feel better. You could do that too. I mean, again, I just call up a bunch of, let's say, people that are unsavory. This is turning into Sherlock Holmes with his like homeless network yeah. that he had of spies all over the place. I, I call up Mary Mag, and then uh, <laughs> I call up Pablo Escal Escalar, yes. and uh, oh, that's a two. That's a shame. Well, that's fine because you really only have to roll to ten, so okay. your investigation is nine. Okay, oh. so you hit eleven, so you're able to do it. So you run it through your criminal database. Um, and you have your friend over at the FBI, you send one email with the um, information on there with mm-hmm. a fingerprint, and you say, hey, look it up in your system. Please. And so about a, not even that long, maybe 15, 20 minutes goes by, and they're just like, all right, we've got a match. So both of you get the same result from looking it up. So it's starting to look like the guy. So this guy, his name is Emmanuel Polito. So he was a career cyber criminal. And um, most importantly, he's formerly a technician. So when he got out of uh, jail for the, by the way, like relatively minor cases in uh, for cybercrime where you can get like a year or two for hacking into important stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, so he's in jail for like a year and he gets out and he starts working at this technician job. You would think that they would do a background check, but I guess he could have expunged his own record. So with a lot of this information pointing you towards being the perpetrator, now you have to go about finding him. So you have, using your contacts, you, now you want to put feelers out for him on every level. Mm-hmm. So you do that, and they're just like, oh yeah, let's say, uh, let's say maybe it's one of your, uh, your sex worker friends. Cool. And they're just like, oh no, I know exactly who this is. This is his house. Oh, wow. like she just immediately he you know what I shouldn't say she it could be a he but this person just immediately knows well, they say guy. he's gross yeah. you should you should definitely do something I'm about with a this remote guy. control like I wasn't gonna call you any news about him until this like this thing blew up in my front yard all right so we can transition into the next scene mm-hmm. is uh, you go to his apartment mm-hmm. you just bust in. You don't find him there. Wait a minute. Again, A, check for traps. B, I have two super sleuths here that I can use in terms of tools. <laughs> Do you feel your anus tingling? Is there any magic here? Hold, hold that thought for Do just I. a second. Because if you were to look outside of his window, there's an abandoned warehouse across the street. 
You don't. You never let me finish Caesar. You're right. I'm <laughs> You're like, wait a second. What is it? Is the magic life, shit? Living life with Caesar is, was like that. He jumps to conclusions a lot. But you always got to check for traps. You never know. You always got to check your traps. All right. So you didn't find any traps in his house, Caesar. Okay. So when you go to this warehouse, you may find traps. <laughs> so let's let's make sure that you're able to uh, to notice them. So Caesar, your perception is seven. All right, so I think it's gonna be probably about a fifteen or twenty to notice these. Ooh, wow! Hopefully, so. I roll well. Let's take it. Ah! <laughs> All right, so you rolled a one. Oh God! Uh, that's a seven. Oh no, you're right. No, one. that is a one. That is a one. So you, so you failed to notice them, and so as you go into this warehouse. <laughs> hey guys, it's real safe. Let's go right in. <laughs> let's say that. Let's yeah. Let's say that uh, the floor falls out underneath you. And it drops you all into his house of death, Good. his H H H H Holmes house of death. So now is where it splits off because it, there's like a little slide on the inside, and it dumps oh. you all off into three different areas. Do you want to play a game? I'm like, no. Is this saw? It might be saw. Oh God. Well, uh, who wants to go first? I like to go first. Until Caesar, your room turns on, and it has these strobe-like lights on the inside of it that keep flashing well, like over and over again. Like if I if I'm epileptic, this is this is crazy. I was just gonna you don't say, need to hypnotize me. I'm just gonna die. You're just gonna have a seizure. Yeah, grandma. You do have super senses. Um, yeah, you can have that apply as a weakness. Do you want it to deliberately affect you like that? I have one statement before. As we've already kind of alluded to, I take copious drugs. Is there any way in which I could possibly have something on me that could maybe make this less intense? Uh, well, it's a Game Master complication. Sure. So if All you right. want to accept the worst effect that could happen to you right here, you would get a hero point for it. So you'll be debilitated, but you'll be able to use the hero point later? Yes. Right. I have a hero point ready, but yeah, I'll take, I'll take the... Oh, yeah, he never used his hero point. He didn't. But now you... So now it's, you I mean, it's, it's up to you. You don't have to take it. This isn't a heroic moment. I'm just be saving myself. I'll take the hit. This is a maybe a thousand times worse for you on your eyes because of your super senses. It's like when Daredevil hears a car alarm. But you, uh, but you soldier through it. Like a dog. In this room, and so now you are forced to... So oh, across the room over here is a, uh, is a doorway to get you out. But you can travel at most 30 feet in a roll. So with it taking two rolls, you will have point. to suffer the effect. Or you can use your hero point. Oh, no, my hero point. But I, I would like, again, I would like to have had a substance on me that would allow me to travel faster, let's say. So I'm still in, I'm still suffering, but I can traverse it, let's say, a little bit faster than normal. You know what? You don't even need to use the hero point. Okay. If you're on a roll against athletics, you can uh, momentarily okay. increase what your speed. What are my, uh, what's my base stat for that? You got those thick thighs. So you have the base stat on your... Oh, it's a shot putter, not a sprinter. <laughs> so you don't have, you're not specifically trained in your athletic skill, so it's not that much higher, but it would be five. I'll run. I'll give it a shot. All right. If not, then you can just spend the hero point on that. That's fine. Twelve. Twelve plus five, seventeen. So you managed to do it. So hey. you clear the room while the lights are flashing in you, so you managed to avoid accepting the, uh the effects of the hypnotic strobe lights and you manage to make it to the door and uh, let's say you're already really dizzy mm -hmm. and you just throw yourself through the door so you're able to break your way out so you manage to uh to avoid a uh, a bad fate here today caesar all right who would like to go next i'll go next oh go ahead <laughs> did i interrupt you yep 
I'll go next because, well, actually, uh, is mine different? Are all the rooms different? Yeah, all the rooms oh, are shit. different. Oh, shit. I was going to say, okay. He, you're not going to know. He's I not going to destroy some hypnotism solution. shit. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I can destroy a hypnotist thing. Can you? I don't know. With I have energy what? blasts. You, oh, you do have You have the Eldritch Blast. I do. I have the ability to... All right, oh. so as you fall into the room... Are those guns? They those are... are yeah, they're gun turrets. Oh, now you count. Now, you aren't aware of it, but they're stun blasters. Oh, okay. So they will knock you out, but as you land, they'll attack anything that gets close to them. So you're within this guy's little range bubble before you... Can I see them? Yeah, yeah, you, oh, you see okay. them clearly in front of you and they look like guns. Okay. So you don't necessarily know what's going to happen next. With it being in range, it attacks you before you get the chance to attack it. Okay. So with your probability altering powers, anytime something attacks you, you have the chance to roll, not get hit by it. Mm-hmm. So if someone shoots you and it's a plausible event will happen in order to get you to... Uh, Get you out of trouble. You mm-hmm. trip so, on your shoelaces. Yeah, so it might. Yeah, you might trip on your shoelaces. It might. You might conveniently have run into the only inactive turret. Turret is that's possible. So now what the turret has to do? It has to roll against the your power. So it rolled a seventeen. That's um, pretty high. It has to beat sixteen in order to hit you. But remember, you have your probability rolls. So I'm gonna have it roll again. We're basically gonna undo that. All right, so you're gonna spend one of your hero points, undo the roll. Watch, it's gonna get a twenty. <laughs> Got an eighteen. <laughs> All right, so it, it it manages to hit you still. So now we're gonna roll to see what happens to you. Okay, you're, you're not horribly hurt. Okay. So you so you roll a sixteen against its twenty, so it manages to. Um, inflict a slight degree of effect against you, mm-hmm. which is dazed. Okay. It, like Caesar was in that hypnotic room. Yes. So I'm disoriented. Well, well, the good thing is, if it was worse, it would incapacitate you, and you wouldn't be able to get across the room to the door. Okay. But with you only being dazed, it lowers your active defenses, so there's a chance that you can still get hit. Uh-huh. And in fact, it's a lot easier a chance for you to get hit. Mm-hmm. Like, let's say it hit you and it threw you backwards, and so now there's a likelihood that the other ones might attack you, but you have to be kind of uh, careful here because you have to get across the room over here. So about a distance of 40 feet, you can travel at most 30 in a full sprint before it'll hit you. So you have two shots to make it, a, you have two turns in order to make it across. Uh-huh. So uh, what do you want to do from here? I would prefer to incapacitate one of the turrets. So I'm assuming the one directly in front of you? Yeah, because that's the only one that's going to attack me right now, right? Yeah. Okay. So we can roll for that. All right, roll 15 versus 13. Okay, so you so you manage to land your hit, so you'll do your discharge of chaotic energy and flash a bolt of red light at one, at the turrets. And so you, much like minions, they are immediately inoperable if you hit them. I thought you meant the movie. Like the little thinking, yellow minions. I was thinking the so same I was like, thing. you know, like minions. I was like the banana little people. So you managed to destroy the turret that's directly in front of you, and now you can run towards the uh, the door. Okay. So you want to do that? Yeah, we need to get out. So you run towards the door, and if you want to spend another hero point, you can um, increase your uh, speed to make it out the door. Yeah, I don't know how fast I am. It'd be thirty feet. So you'd have to do two rolls, and you'd have two stun blasters that could hit you in that time. All right, then I'll use the hero point for that. 
All right, so you spend another one of your hero points. I only have I one left, then. Yeah, you're down to one now. Okay. So you manage to... So the first one hits you, you get up, you start running, and you blow it up, and as the other two are about to strike, you manage to get through the door on the other side, and mm-hmm. you are free. So the we move on to the last one, which is Katie's. Mm-hmm. The fuck are those? So man and Bailey's thrown into a room. Are those electricity? Are they sprinklers? I thought they were actually spark plugs. Well, do you want to get close to one and find out? Uh, not really. Not really. <laughs> no. But what do they look like? They look like sprinklers to me. They're Maybe t- there's something in the room that I can test them. They're like uh, vents. Oh. Toxic gas? Oh. It could be a toxic gas. Well, at least she has a shield. That works again. I don't think it gives well, her I don't oxygen. Know how I can find out what those things were. I'm just in here by myself. I don't have any way of testing. Yeah, it's it's gas. It's okay. um, knockout gas, which is really just like chloroform. But I have telekinesis. I can just rip, break all rip, these things. No, <laughs> you can just break all these things. But are you? Will you be able to do it before they uh, canister you? Yes, I think so. Well, I could at off? least I could at least turn off one turn and go off. towards it. All right, well, how would you go about turning them off? Just, like, ripping their head off? Um, no, I guess I could... I guess I guess I could just pinch them closed, and maybe they'll explode on their own, but that could hurt me. Say, I don't know. But yeah. it could also, I could also use it to explode and maybe open the wall so I can get out. Hmm. There's got to be a door. Or is it a wallless room? Or a doorless room? The great thing about this one is you also have levitation in your back pocket. You're able to move at a slightly faster speed by propelling your body. Okay. I thought you were gonna say the gas is dense and it falls, so that she'd be able to float above it. And I was like, oh, okay, that's kinda cool. Well, it it would be denser than air. Okay, well, chloroform is. Yeah, okay, so, um, well, do you wanna hover above it? Sure. All right, so it does that, it empties (laughs) that, well, isn't that what dry ice does? Like it goes yeah. along the ground. If it's able to displace the air to knock you out, yeah, then okay, yeah. So you do that, and then you just go, <laughs> and so you raise above the the, yeah. the cloud, and you like bring lift yourself forward in order to avoid it. And, and they don't have me on camera or anything. Like, are they seeing this or? Oh yeah, yeah they're seeing it. But so, you know, so they've seen all of us do these things. Mm-hmm. So they know what our powers are. Yes. Yeah, that's not. Are. <laughs> well, they don't know what yours are exactly, but they know what Katie can do. Then they know what I can do. All right. Uh, so Katie manages to uh, fly out of the room. How? By levitating out. Oh, but it's like there's a ceiling. Well, you're going to be affected by the gas. Yeah. In some way, so we're gonna at least have you roll for one. Okay. But, but I'm just saying, like, there's a ceiling. Like, how am I gonna levitate out? Like, or do I go out the front door? You go so you avoid the gas getting you by levitating up. Right. So it's it's a rather sizable room. We'll say maybe forty feet up. Okay. So your ability to go up into the air allows you to at least avoid it for a couple of seconds. Mm-hmm. You make your way out. Um, you did roll an eight, in conjunction with your fortitude being um, two because you're just a regular person, outside of your psychic powers. Uh, you do get a little fatigued by it. Mm-hmm. All right, so you're hindered. So your speed rank is lowered by one, but you're able to levitate out. So okay. Fine. All three of you manage to get out and re- reconvene in this warehouse. So as you move forward through it, I'm going to introduce one last complication mm-hmm. to the scene. I'm not going to tell you what it is, but everyone would get a hero point if you did it. Okay, done. 
Oh god, okay. I want to expend a hero point to know what I have to do. <laughs> He's gonna use it. No, that's not how it works. <laughs> Alright, if everybody jump off the cliff, I'll do it too. Okay, so as you go into the next area, these things uh, in the corner activate as you pass through the door, and an electric shocks all three of you. So all three of you are knocked out at the foot of the supervillain. Nice. And so that's where I'll leave you for this episode. Thanks for joining us on the second session of Weeknight Hero. I've been Evan. Christopher. Caesar. <laughs> Katie. And uh, join us next time. Oh.